Dr. Zach William and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Last week I reminded you of John the Baptist. And as I started talking to you about John the Baptist, I mentioned to you uh, that his birth was uh, nothing short of miraculous. Also talked to you uh, last week just about um, his his father and who his father was as a priest and and just those things and how the prophecy was fulfilled in his birth and I want to keep talking about John the Baptist uh, not just today but the next two episodes as well uh, because he is a vitally important uh, part of. The Christmas story. And as I've already said to you, uh, and I stand by this statement, John the Baptist was the forerunner of the Messiah. He was the one who come to prepare the way. And as I told you recently, if, if John the Baptist had not have come before Jesus, one in the spirit and the likeness of Elijah, as Malachi says, if John the Baptist never comes, and then this man arises on the scene named Jesus, claiming to be the Messiah, you could safely say that Jesus was a false Messiah. Because the Bible is clear that before the Messiah comes, one will come to prepare the way for him. And so it's vitally important for us to look at John the Baptist and just who he is, what he did, and uh, you know just the aspects of his life, and especially here in Luke chapter 1, uh, just the different aspects of his birth. And, and so today I want us to go to this really cool story uh, about John the Baptist in the womb. You know, when you think about the life of John the Baptist, you, you can think about John the Baptist proclaiming uh, the, the uh, proclaiming and, and testifying of Jesus in four different places. Uh, number one, you think about him testifying of Jesus in the womb. Number two, you think about him testifying of Jesus in the water as he baptizes Jesus. Number three, you think about him testifying of Jesus in the wilderness. Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And number four, you think about John the Baptist as a given a testimony of Jesus as an eyewitness. He says, I saw the Holy Spirit descend on him like a dove when I baptized him. And a voice from heaven say, this is my beloved son. So John the Baptist always pointing to Jesus. But the first place that we see John the Baptist actually testify of the Lord Jesus Christ is while he is in his mother's womb. Now this is pretty amazing, isn't it? Because we we think about this and we think about how how a baby inside the womb uh, is very much alive. A baby inside the womb can feel, has a heartbeat, uh, moves, and and all those different things. However, when we think about a child in the womb being filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, that's something that we don't hear much of, right? And that's something that we really don't see anywhere else in the biblical narrative of a child being filled with the Holy Spirit in the womb. However, John the Baptist was. And the Bible tells us that Mary, the mother of Jesus, receives a vision from the angel Gabriel that she is going to give birth to a son. And this son is going to be the savior of the world. This son is going to be Emmanuel, God with us, his name would be Jesus. Of course, she asked the question of the angel, how can these things be? I've never been intimate with a man. And the angel responds and says, nothing is impossible with God. But also says to her, consider your relative Elizabeth. For even she is pregnant in her old age. 
And, and so what does Mary do? Mary leaves her home in order to travel to the home of John the Baptist and Elizabeth to go and visit her to speak to her about the child that she is going to have. And the Bible tells us in verse number 39 of Luke chapter number 1, In those days, Mary set out and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judah, where she entered Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby, speaking of John the Baptist, inside of her womb, the baby leaped inside of her and was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, now two things. Number one, why did the baby leap? Well, the baby leaped with excitement and joy because Mary had walked in. But not just because Mary had walked in. It was because of the baby that Mary was carrying in her womb. You see, Mary at that moment was already had already conceived the Lord Jesus Christ. And now that child is in the womb of Mary. And so when Mary comes in, this child in the womb of Elizabeth begins to leap and worship with joy. Now, now, now here's the thing. Now, now, that's the reason why. But we think about, secondly, that this is not just your ordinary kick, right? Now, now ladies who have been pregnant, you know what it feels like to be kicked by your baby. You feel those babies move around inside of you. This is something that as fathers, we never have the opportunity to experience. About the best we can do is put our hands on your womb, on your belly, and feel the baby kick, the baby move, the baby press, and, and those things. And and it's really a, a, a really um, amazing experience to see that. We can sometimes even see the, the kicks of the baby as the baby is kicking uh, her the, the mother's womb. And so, so when we think about this, you know, John inside the, the womb of his mother Elizabeth, at this point already six months, we see in verse 26, in the sixth month, and we think about the sixth month, that's the sixth month from Elizabeth's conception of John. It's been six months, the baby begins to move. Now Elizabeth has felt the baby kick. Elizabeth has felt the baby move before. However, this was more than just an ordinary kick. This was more than just an ordinary movement. This was a jumping for joy as the baby is filled with the Holy Spirit. And Elizabeth recognizes that there's a difference this time from all the other times in the way that the baby is beginning to shuffle about and move inside of her so much that Elizabeth exclaims with a loud cry to Mary, you are the most blessed of women and your child will be blessed. And then Elizabeth Ask the following question. How could this happen to me? That the mother of my Lord should come to me. So even Elizabeth in this moment recognizes the child that is inside of Mary is the one, the Messiah, Emmanuel, God in the flesh. How could it be that, that the mother of my Lord would come to my house and dine with me, and fellowship with me, and sit with me. And then she says, For you see, when the sound of your greetings reached my ears, the baby 
leaped with joy inside of me. She who has believed is blessed because what was spoken to her by the Lord will be fulfilled. And so then Elizabeth looks at Mary and says, Mary, what, what has been spoken to you is going to happen. I know because of the testimony of my son inside of me jumping that, that indeed the child that you are going to bear is the Savior of the world. And so friends, when we think about these things today and how it applies to our lives, let's just remember, let's just remember who this baby is who did come. I mean, John the Baptist from the womb is leaping for joy and worshiping the Savior. If from the womb, the baby is worshiping and rejoicing over the Savior who is going to come, how much more those of us who have heard, those of us who have seen, those of us who have experienced the work of Christ in our lives. How much more should we jump for joy? How much more should we leap with excitement? How much more should we be filled with the Holy Spirit and point others to the Lord Jesus Christ? Guys, listen, I love you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining me on this edition of New Horizons. We'll keep talking about John tomorrow. I hope you have a good afternoon. God bless.